Good morning, and thanks for joining me again this morning. Well, I think we have a good devotion uh, for you today. It's not a, an easy devotion because it calls for some self-examination, uh, but I think it's a, a good devotion. Uh, let's read uh, Psalm 81, uh, verses 1 to 5 to begin with this morning, and then we'll uh, read the rest of the psalm later. Sing aloud to God our strength. Shout for joy to the God of Jacob. Raise a song, sound the tambourine, the sweet lyre with the harp. Blow the trumpet at the new moon, at the full moon on our feast day. For it is a statute for Israel, a rule of the God of Jacob. He made it a decree in Joseph when he went out over the land of Egypt. I hear a language I had not known. The opening stanza of Psalm 81 was a call to worship for all of Israel. Uh, it was a call to, to worship the God who had delivered the Israelites from the bondage of Egypt. Franz de Litz, uh, a German commentator, points out that the call to worship in verse one is directed toward the whole congregation. Verse two, with its urging to sound the tambourine, lyre, and harp, is directed toward the Levites, who were the temple musicians. And then verse three is directed toward the priests, who had the task of blowing the trumpets. So the opening stanza is a wonderful call to worship, reminding everyone to get involved in the worship of God. But the tone begins to change in verse six. And in the remainder of the psalm, Asaph is inspired by God to remind the people of what God has done for them, how they have rebelled against God, and then he calls them to repent and listen to God. Let me read the remainder of Psalm 81. I relieve your shoulder of the burden. Your hands were freed from the basket. In distress you called and I delivered you. I answered you in the secret place of thunder. I tested you at the waters of Meribah. Hear, O my people, while I admonish you. O Israel, if you would but listen to me, there shall be no strange God among you. You shall not bow down to a foreign God. I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. But my people did not listen to my voice. Israel would not submit to me. So I gave them over to their stubborn hearts to follow their own counsels. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. I would soon subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their foes. Those who hate the Lord would cringe toward him and their fate would last forever. But he would feed you with the finest of the wheat and with honey from the rock, I would satisfy you. Did you get a, a glimpse or, or, or catch the remorse of God here? Verse 13, oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. God is so very sad at their rebellion. And God goes on to say, if they just listen to me, I would subdue their enemies. I would provide the finest of wheat. I'm reminded here of Jesus' lament over Jerusalem in Luke 13, beginning with verse 34. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often would I have gathered you 
your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. Behold, your house is forsaken, and I tell you, you will not see me until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. You see, God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are grieved, and they lament when their people do not listen, when their people reject them. Jesus, quoting the book of Isaiah, said in Matthew 15, verses 8 and 9, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me. And it seems that's what's going on in Psalm 81. The people have been called to worship, and they come together for worship. But at the end of the day, they do not listen to God. They've honored God with their lips, but their lives are proof that their hearts are far from Him. You know, as one who leads worship and proclaims Scripture week after week, a text like this is very challenging. It causes me to ask, am I worshiping outwardly only? Or is my heart truly changed as I study the Word of God and proclaim the Word of God and worship God together with His people? Is my living consistent with the the gospel that I teach and preach. Have you ever asked those questions? Well, I suspect you have. Anyone seeking to walk with the Lord has probably wondered if we're hypocritical. Do we practice what we preach? Are we only giving the Lord lip service? And if we're asking those questions, it's actually a good sign. Uh, it means we, we have a desire to continue to grow. We haven't become complacent in our walk with the Lord. So I would urge you to keep asking those kinds of questions. Keep studying the Word of God and asking the Holy Spirit to, to help you bring your life in line with the Word of God. Let's pray that we'll listen to God and that our hearts and lives will be in line with the gospel we profess. Let's pray together. Lord, indeed, we pray that, that our lives would be in line with the gospel we profess. May we listen to you. Lord, we, we don't want to simply give you lip service. We don't want to just come to church and worship or, or just listen to a devotion. We want our hearts changed. And Lord, just as we could not save ourselves, we cannot on our own bring our lives uh, in accord, in line with your word. We need your Holy Spirit. Oh Lord, as we study your word and come together in worship, change our hearts. Make us ever true. May we be like you. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, may the Lord bless you. Have a great week. Goodbye.